Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing grants and funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'm creator of WeGo Consulting and Amazon best-selling author for wish-granted tips, tools, and templates to write a winning grant. Want to get more grant writing and funding resources, books, and online courses? Visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com or wegogrants.com. Check out our free templates. Or if you have any grant writing or funding questions, you can always send me an email at hollywego at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-E-G-O at gmail.com. I'm excited to hear from you and to try my best to answer any questions so that you can increase your funding and impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be groovy. change makers. It is so good to be back home. Just got back on a long family reunion and it was great to have that summer kind of fun and just to get away from everything and kind of focus on on family and friends. But also I was able to meet up with some really cool nonprofits both in Michigan and in Hawaii. So that was really cool to see what other people are doing, how they're getting their funding, just different creative ways. So we'll be sharing some of those uh, kind of tips with you in the near future. But for today, we're going to be talking about grant writer's block. Now you've heard about writer's block before and this is very similar but it's when pe- when it comes to grant writing sometimes it's just ah you get stuck and you don't know where to start and we're just going to kind of debunk some of this and kind of show why you get stuck in that and then to break it down to say hey this is exactly how you get out of grant writer's block and how you actually start writing those grants and getting funding. All right so it is 038 today episode and we are talking about over Overcoming Grant Writer's Block. All right, it's another night when you are still at the office. The clock reads 5.30 p.m., which means traffic is now backed up, the after-school program will be calling about your child any minute, and you grudgingly decide on takeout for the third night in a row. <sighs> Next week, you'll start that weight loss plan, right? Where you'll have home-cooked meals and all of that, but this week, it's just, again, you don't have time. But you love your job. It's, you know, you're working at Nonprofit Meets Needs, we'll call it, and you just seem stuck, though, in putting out virtual fires every day. You just cannot get ahead. The annual fundraiser is coming up, but you know it will barely cover all costs for the year, which means another year working at the same pay scale. Ooh, these peanut pay scales are starting to get to you, right? Grabbing your jacket, you vow that next year will be different, that you will get ahead of the curve and plan out the year so you can focus on getting funding. You know there are better ways to operate this nonprofit. Plus there are grants out there. Oh yeah, grants, you think, and feel a wave of energy wash over you. Grants could be the magic answer. With renewed energy, you throw your jacket on the table, fire back up your computer. The screen flashes on and you stare at it, not sure where to start. Grants. You type in the word grants into Google and are hit with millions of pages that do not seem connected. Okay, many, many millions, but hundreds of thousands. <laughs> You honestly cannot make heads or tails with any of the language, plus there are pictures of many people named Grant. This is totally not what you want. Your phone rings and you know that it is the after school program. You grab your jacket, rush out of the room, and ride into gridlock. Yep, I'm on my way, you say as you answer your phone. But inwardly you sigh, thinking, on my way to where? Where is my nonprofit? 
going. Does this sound like you? That your nonprofit is on the perpetual hamster wheel cycle and it just keeps getting squeakier every day? Or maybe you want to become a freelance grant writer but face the same grant writer's block every time you sit down at your computer. There is so much information out there, you guys, but it, it is all fragmented, disconnected, and takes hours to sift and that's kind of why I created this podcast was just to put little simple bite-sized things every week that just tie together and it makes sense because I know it's information overload out there. Here's the thing. It takes focus to write a grant, but the real thing that it takes is a project. If you do not have a specific project that you know you need funding for, then it's like trying to paint a picture with rocks. It will be sloppy, awkward, and unprofessional. The grant reviewers will know that you are just trying to make something work and are trying to fit a square into a circle. They will catch that. Let me tell you guys, as a grant reviewer, I've seen a lot of projects where I'm like, man, they're just chasing the money and they're trying to make something work, but it doesn't relate to their mission. It doesn't really relate to their vision. It doesn't really serve their population, but they know that's what the language is what I want to hear. And chances are that does not make their project realistic because or relevant or achievable because it doesn't really connect. And then I'm not sure if they're going to be able to achieve it because they're not really even sure what they're doing. They just want some funding. And I've seen this happen before. People actually get grants and then they realize, oh my gosh, I, I wrote this grant, but now I'm having to, it's taking all of my energy and it's not really what our population needs and we're still you know we're still in the same situation where we really need funding for what we actually need but we just have this extra project now that we have to get done because we're getting paid to do it but it's not really connected so this is why you need to actually write your projects before you do your grant research before you actually say okay I'm gonna start and just write a grant but where do you start right before you go chasing the money you must first figure out why your nonprofit needs funding so let's go back to the situation of being in the office at 5.30 p.m. on a Friday or on a Monday night. Um, I mean, that's a horrible time to even think about finding grants and that you can do it within a couple of minutes. So instead, let's start on the next Monday morning after you've actually cooked at least one dinner on Sunday night so you have some leftovers for dinner later that day. You know, it's like it's uh, you're actually a little bit more prepared already. Mentally, you've gotten there. It's now 10 a.m., say, on the Monday, and you're caught up on your emails, and you have a couple of hours before lunch. So let's just, you want to be in a good space. I mean, it's not ever going to be perfect, but try to get it. Try to get yourself in a good space when you start, right? Being positive is good and just being prepared is awesome. I mean, you don't have to do like tens of, tens of thousands of hours on research either and, you know, have everything taken care of, but it is good to be in a somewhat kind of prepared place instead of already where you're already rushing through things. All right, so let's say your, your nonprofit is in a city and you would like to start urban rooftop gardens on buildings that you are leasing for the underserved population. Say you're serving the people with disabilities. First, before you go on a random Googling binge, you actually write down the following. So one, why are these gardens important? Simply put, how will this project make positive change for your target demographic? How will it serve those in adults with disabilities that you are serving? You know, this might give them some exercise to take care of their gardens. They can be mentors maybe for other gardens that you put together. Um, it gives them outdoor activities and you know, it's just uh, mental health, this kind of thing. So you could really say, okay, this is really important for our demographic and this is gonna make a big change. Second, how does this project align with your mission statement and vision? 
direction. Make sure the project aligns. If it is way off base, it may just not make sense and it might just be a waste of your time. Even if you get the funding for it, it could distract you from really getting the funding that you need. On the other hand, if it's way off base, but you feel like it closes a gap, then maybe your mission and vision statements are outdated and you actually need to relook at these and address them. Number three, how much do you need? Simply list like the cost of compost, plants, personnel, salary or hourly costs, marketing, etc. Actually make a budget that makes sense. Don't try to just say, okay, well, we don't really need this, even though you might. Don't try to like penny pinch it and come up with the most streamlined budget because chances are you're probably gonna go over budget. Costs are gonna be a little bit more than you think. So you, you do wanna have a realistic budget. But on the other hand, you might say, oh my gosh, maybe we can go ahead and partner with a hardware store and we can get donations. So this budget really, it's good not just for grants, but it might actually get you partners and sponsors and in-kind donated resources if you actually articulate what you need. Okay, so, um, so and then number four, how long will the project take? Is this a one month project? Will it take a year or more? Maybe think in phases and jot out a timeline. And this is a bonus point because a lot of grants actually ask for a timeline or even if they don't and you have room to put one in, I would definitely put in a timeline. It makes you look very prepared and it just, it, it, and then it's easier for you once you get the grant to actually roll it out because you have a timeline. Okay, number five, when do you need to start? Do you need to start next month? Is three months out okay? I mean, your project may be based around the school year if you're doing stuff with kids or during certain seasons say for this one if you're planting at certain times in the year you know that might be where you're saying okay we need to actually start this in September or May or whatnot um, so you really need to understand how how much time do we need you know I mean when do we need to actually launch because that might really depend on what kind of grants are out there too if a grant's not going to open up for six more months but you need to start next month then really you need to say okay well we need to raise money online or through crowd you know through crowdfunding do you need to start next month is three months out three months out okay your project may be based around the school year or dur during certain seasons so for this project maybe the rooftop gardens you have to plant at a certain time like in may or September or something like that. So you do actually have to start it. And if you actually get this project all together and then you do your grant research and you realize that certain grants aren't gonna open up for six months, then you may say, okay, we're gonna hold off until next year, you know, and, and apply for this grant funding. Or you may say, you know what, we needed to have it now. Let's do a crowdfunder. Let's uh, raise some money. Let's ask some of our partners and get some money rolling out now so we can start it. And in six months we can um, augment the program or we can expand it and ask for the grant money then. So you really need to know kind of when you need to start. And finally, number six, what is the objective? Be clear on this and use smart, the SMART system. All right, that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Specifically, what are you going to do? You might say we're gonna create urban gardens in the city of Powell for 100 adults with disabilities. Okay, that's pretty specific. Now measurable, um, you have to actually make this measurable. So we're gonna say we're gonna create four rooftop gardens, or you might say we're gonna serve 100 people. See, these are different things that you can measure or maybe both, right? And then how, what's that measuring? Well, did you serve 100 adults? Did you actually complete four gardens, etc. Achievable, well, this project will be achievable if we get the budget and 
and we can do this. So you're gonna actually base this on answering the above questions, right? This actually won't go into your objective necessarily, but you do wanna ask this question, is, is my objective achievable? And um, now that you've done your budget, you've asked all the other questions, it should be, right? If it's not, then you need to go back to those other questions and say, does this meet my mission and vision statement? Um, when do we need to start? Is this meeting a gap, right? Relevant, yes, it definitely meets our mission statement. Say their mission um, is to serve adults with disabilities and make their lives better. Something simple like that, you'd say, yep, this will definitely help that because like I had mentioned before, it gives, um, you know, gets them out. There can maybe be a mentor, it's healthy, it's mental health, all of those great things. Time bound, we're gonna say by the end of 12 months. So here's what the objective would look like once you answer all of those uh, different things of being smart, right? Once you ask, is a specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound, you could jot out the entire objective. By the end of 12 months, we will create four rooftop gardens in the inner city of Pau for 100 adults with disabilities. So there your objective is very smart. You can definitely measure it. You know exactly what you're going to do. You know how many people you're going to serve, how many gardens. And by that too, you're going to be able to understand what your budget need is, how many personnel that you, that you might need, all of those kind of factors. Once you have these back, basic factors done, then get into your grant research. And this way you are not chasing the money or trying to create an entire project from a blank page, but you are creating a strategic grant plan. It's also way easier, less overwhelming, and chances are your project will meet a real need and get you out of daily virtual buyers. Grants are basically plans that are implemented with funding. All right, so that's it, guys. That's how you can get out of your grant writer's block when you're staring at that blank screen. Don't just try to like find grants out there without a specific project in mind that you've already kind of developed. And here, look at, if you answer these six things, that can take an hour, maybe a couple hours. You could have a little planning session with it. It doesn't have to be like super extended 50 page written, you know, pages written out. It can be a basic framework and that will give you the idea of which grants to look for. And then yes, you may have to augment this program a little bit based on those grant requirements. And that's absolutely fine. But at least you're going in saying, yes, this is what we want to do. Your grant research is going to be way more precise. And if you want more information about grant research, I have a link on the blog for this podcast in 038 from a previous podcast and blog about how to find grants and do grant research and that kind of stuff. So you can definitely check that out. But first do this, just jot it down, um, you know, and make sure you have a project in mind and then go after your grant research or then you can actually start to write a grant. Now, how easy would that be to write a grant actually after you've done this framework? Just by asking these questions, writing it out, coming up with a budget, coming up with an objective, and man, it makes it so much easier and then you're gonna be way more on point. All right, guys, good luck with this and let me know what else you do to break the grant writer's block. Grant writer's block and I will talk to you next week. All right, guys, as always, give me an email, hollywego at gmail.com. Um, I also have a grant writing course up on Udemy right now. I'm getting a lot of feedback on that. It's going really well, so I'm super excited. So definitely check it out. There's price slashing on that, so it's super cool. But otherwise, yeah, as always, just let me know what you're doing with your nonprofit, any great grants that you've won recently. And um, yeah, if you want to be on the show, give me a shout out. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. 
As always, please feel free to send me an email if you have any grant writing or funding questions to hollywego at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the grant writing and funding podcast, then I would love to ask you a favor. Please leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening and go get funded.